Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, don't know really for sure. I've yet to meet with Nate, get a little bit more clarity on what his week's going to look like. But like with everyone, you know, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and see, hey, how's anything changed from the way we leave it tonight once I get a chance to be around Nate a little bit more here. For the second consecutive day, Sean McDermott did not have conversations with the head athletic trainer about players on the team before he ended up meeting with the media. So, gee, guys, I don't know. We haven't really had a chance to talk about it. Terrell Bernard is a big one. Taron Johnson is a big one. Maybe even Sam Martin is a big one. And that's not the whole list. The Bills with some serious injury stuff going into their classic divisional round matchup here at home this time with the Chiefs. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, at 803-0550. The referee assignments are out. Do you have a name you want to hear or not want to hear? Not not Cheffers. And um, Hockley's kid is refing still, right? Sean Hockley, is that right? I don't want to hear Hockley. That's correct. All right. You don't? No. No. Jeffers had the game yesterday. Right. Hockley is going to be the referee for Chiefs Bills. He last refereed a Bills game when they were in Philly. And there was stuff in that game. There was controversy. Uh yeah, there there was. There was a there was a blatant horse collar on the quarterback. Uh, the Bills quarterback, that's Josh Allen. Uh, that I remember that. I, I'm not sure what else I remember, but I remember that was egregious. The game could have ended on a play where A.J. Brown seemed to catch a pass and the play was ultimately ruled incomplete. The Bills recovered a fumble, but it was called not a fumble. Right. The Chiefs in games officiated by Sean Hockley are 8-2. and two including two divisional round playoff games last year against Jacksonville and in 2019 against Houston after Houston beat the Bills in the wild card. And the Bills are one and three in Hockey League's games. I will not. This year they're one and three? Ever. Ever. Okay. Is the one, the one, oh boy, I I shouldn't expect you to to know this, but – do you remember having a conversation about him and his proclivity to favor the home teams before maybe it was the Bills rematch with New England after the win game? And they went up there. I just remember talking about Hockey Lee and it not being a favorable matchup and the, and the Bills I, managed to win the game, unless it was the year before that. I don't know. I don't remember it being about him, but I do remember talking about that before the night game, in New, the Thursday night game in New England. 
so a different season. Okay. But on the roundtable, on the pregame show, and just I, I've always thought, like, if I'm a referee and I'm aware of you know, sort of where I rank, do I call holding more often? Do I do this less? <laughs> right. what, like, what what is one team's record? I would have a tough time sort of forgetting that and because I would not want it to be pronounced in any direction. I mean, I, I would not want – maybe it's – Inevitable. I mean, the Chiefs have a pretty good record with every referee, prob- probably. Yeah, they're um, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't want to, you know, walk onto a field and have people know that, like, one of the two teams is 10-0 and when I'm on the field. You know, like, just right. – I, so I would probably be, be biased against them if I couldn't control that because I wouldn't want that to be sort of a thing. Um, so anyway, maybe that maybe it's a good thing that these numbers are some of them are what they are when it comes to Sean Hockley. This year I'm using Rotowire. Rotowire.com has all the ref stats. So which guys called holding the most? And, and on and on. And the second see if I can say this and have it make sense. The the second most roughing the passer flags from all referee in the course of the season was eight. Three Officials called roughing the passer eight times. Hockey League called it fourteen times. And and we've got like the two most iconic rock star quarterbacks in the sport right now meeting on Sunday night. Where can I bet on there being a roughing the passer penalty? Where can I bet or, on that? Or three. <laughs> what's the what's the Maybe what's three. the number and how much juice do I get if I go over? <laughs> That's, that's where right. I want to be at. That's where I want to be. Wow. He's pretty much one one per week. 14 roughing the passer calls in uh, in 16 games. I guess referees do 16 games. They don't have to do uh, 17. Anyway. So uh, that's the news on that. There is news about um... – UB football. I don't know if you've seen this in the last, like it just, it just came across as Zach was doing the update at the bottom of the hour. Uh, Mo Linguist, Maurice Linguist, the head coach at UB is expected to be hired as a defensive assistant coach, likely working with the secondary at Alabama. So he's leaving a head coaching spot at UB to go be a position coach at Alabama. Expected. The reports all say expected. There's nothing announced formally yet, but that that you know, there's got like I like three or four different reporters that follow the SEC in Alabama that are reporting on that. That's interesting. Mm. I guess yeah. That's a that's a step up. I I mean, it certainly is a step up in the program department. But I, I mean, he's a head coach. He's going to coach cornerbacks. Okay. Got to be. It's got to be a step up. Well, good luck to him. I didn't know him. Uh, we've got lines open, I think, right? Isn't that what we're, we're planning on doing? 803-0550 is the number. The game Sunday, I just said earlier, I didn't spend a lot of time, or as much as I could have, I guess, thinking about every game in the past, but just as supercharged an atmosphere as any. You heard it in Ross Tucker, in his voice, you know, just like, the, the, the stress and the anxiety, the excitement for this game, and to have it at home this time, so much on the line. It really is. I don't know if I got all the way through the point when talking to Ross about McDermott. Like, 
you know, it's how it happens over the course of a season. Uh, at the, like Ross is saying, at the beginning of the season, Bills fans told him he was too critical of McDermott. Then they were telling him how right he was, and then back to when are you going to apologize? You know, we, we know this as well as, as Ross would, just how, like, that's how that goes. But the thing about McDermott here going into this game, and this is how high the bar is, uh, but it's the reality, I think, is that the concern was primarily always what happens in a game like this. And even yesterday was not a game like this, right? I mean, they've won wild card games four years running here, but this is the one. And when Ross says as much as he wants the Bills to win, it probably will be close. It probably will come right down to the end, and one team will, or maybe even quarterback will make a critical error. And maybe it'll be a coaching decision. Those were the two th- the mm-hmm. two things Ross said. You know, he might predict this game comes down to, and you know, you put it like that, not who makes this heroic play, but who makes a mistake. Maybe deciding a game like this, this is not does not have to be what happens. But that's how he was talking, mm-hmm. and you know that's uh, like who is going to expect Mahomes to make that mistake, if that's indeed what kind of game it is, you know, versus Allen. Yeah, or you know, Reed Dermot versus Reed right. in the same respect. I mean, although Reed's had plenty of, you know, he's been around a long time. Of course, he's he's had he's had missteps uh, along the way. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, as Ross was saying it, and then again here, as as you were just laying that back out, uh, it, it, I can feel my anxiety. I already feel like I'm on the couch watching this game with two and a half minutes left. Like that's how I, I, I just thinking about a scenario like that. My tension level is, my posture is changing. Like every, everything, just oh no, I just. That is going to be su- – if we get a game like that. And th- this is not to say that it, it has to, you know, not go the Bills' way. The, the, the anxiety will be off the charts. I mean, it's, there's so much here for, like, you know, for, for McDermott, for Allen, for the team, and, of course, for us. Like, we, we pour so much into this. We want it so bad. And here come the Chiefs into our place finally in a playoff game with fans. Like, here we go. It's been said rather plainly a few times, I think, by you or maybe by, by callers, too. They have to win. They have to win this game. And, boy, that's a hell of a place to be. You know, I mean, I, I know that's the object every week. But, like, anything less than a win – is just against this opponent, I want to say almost regardless of how it goes, but especially if it goes like Ross was talking, like if it's tight and like there's a mistake, whether it's Allen or McDermott, um, I mean, just, oh, I, I, I just I feel like people right now are listening to me say this, screaming, shut up. Yeah. Because yeah. we all feel it. We all know <laughs> it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just the one on the radio that feels compelled to say it. Uh, so, you know, my apologies. I, I think we'll all be in the same boat. If this game is, you know, 24-20 uh, with two and a half minutes to go, oh, my God. Like, nubs for fingernails is what we're talking about, I think. If the game is 24-20 with two and a half minutes to go, do you want the lead or the ball? <sighs> the ball. I think I want the ball. 
Yeah. Okay. What if it's at your own 21? The ball. And you have two still, timeouts. Still the ball. And one challenge. <laughs> and your punter has a pulled hamstring. <laughs> well, I'm not Anthony. <laughs> you're not punting. That's right. At that point, you're, you're in the clear. Anthony is with us. Go ahead, Anthony. Hey, guys. Good evening. Uh, I just wanted to touch briefly on my game day experience and talk about the mental aspect of this game, if I may. Um, I was there in Section 333. I bought a ticket last minute, and it was pretty It was pretty difficult. The steps were the biggest issue. So the steps were not plowed at all, and people were literally holding on to each other's hands like a human ladder as they went up to their steps. And my section was completely not cleared out at all. So I said, I'm not even going to sit with it. And the person behind me let me squeeze into their row. But it was pretty incredible. You had people literally sliding down the stairs. A couple people might have hopefully didn't get hurt. So the, the game experience was pretty crazy. Um, when it got to 21-0, I bailed. I couldn't take it. I was freezing. Fortunately, I lived close enough to walk home, um, so I bailed. So that, that's my game day experience of what I experienced. Um, as far as the game this, this coming Sunday, this is how I view it. And, Bulldog, this is kind of contrary to what you just say, but this is where I'm at with them. They've, last year, they were mentally shot for the reasons we all know. So this year, it's in our barn. They've been through it all. And I think when Allen is on top of his game mentally, I think he's unstoppable. I know that there are games where we wonder if he is or he's not. But I think they've been through the ringer, and I think they're ready for this. And conversely, lastly, I'll say, I think that being at home is going to calm Allen down. I think he gets to be more hyper-Josh when he's on the road, even though he still plays well. So for me, the biggest thing we have advantage wise is I think being in our barn and I just I think mentally they're ready for this now whether McDermott makes a decision that we're all pulling our hair about after the game is is, is one thing or another but I think we're mentally ready and I think that's the biggest thing for us to overcome I I agree with you I mean I'm citing a very specific scenario where if the game is tight late our history our scar tissue is going to be hard to navigate but I said earlier like I, I like the bills in this spot this year with just where what they've been through and where they're at i'm i'm worried about their health on defense I'm, i mean i'm really worried about it but I, I think as far as um their uh their energy their uh you know just their cohesiveness their their vibes i i, I feel like they're they're right here i i don't think they're gonna fold or anything they might lose to a better you know to a to a better team on that day and the injuries could be a part of that but I, I am not – last year I spent the last few weeks of the season really worried about their, their state of mind, whether they had it in them to be their best physically because I think emotionally they were so wiped out. Um, I don't feel that at all here. In, in fact, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I think that they're, they're peaking. I think they're, they're right for this. I just worry that they're too injured. Better get that snow cleared out of 333 before Taylor Swift shows up. She's not going to stand for that. I mean, you're not gonna you get you're not gonna have Taylor Swift at the stadium and have people sliding down the aisles to be able to get out. Probably want to probably want to fix that. Another foot on the way or more. I mean, it's no uh, no small thing. Eight oh three oh five fifty football Tuesday on WGR. Brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get to Northwest Bulldog. You need to do, to do that. Uh, noted. It's tomorrow. I think banks are closed now. I'll wait. Plus, the show's got a ways to go, so I'll, maybe tomorrow I'll check into that. Use the website then. Northwest.com ah. would be would be fine. But a lot of a lot of places are going to be closed tomorrow. That is for sure. 
Let's take a break. Look forward to hearing from you next. 803-0550 to join us. Mike Shope and the Bulldog WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.